Good afternoon, everybody. This is the How to Be Invincible podcast. Today, we're talking all about money, money, money. So, um, to break down what today's episode is, this is the last of the four, four, four intro episodes um, on the four topics of the How to Be Invincible podcast. That is business, spirituality, sex, and relationships, and finance. Um, and the first episode being my story. So thank you all so much for joining me on this journey. This is definitely a juicy one. I'm going to go pretty in-depth about my own money experiences for, let's say, the first 10 minutes, and then um, the next maybe 10-15 will be on money mindset and how to improve your relationship with money as well. Um, Please do note none of this information is financial advice. Um, I do not have the qualification or certification to do that and even then um, you should be getting personalized advice as well. Um, But yes, um, I'm really excited to kind of talk to you about all about money because it's something that I've just always loved. I've always loved personal finance. I've always loved just what you can do with money, but at the same time, remembering that money is not everything and um, money is always a resource and a tool to do what we want in life and not the sole aim and purpose of living. So um, let's just get straight into it. I have a few key topics I'm going to touch on. And if you have any questions or want me to dig deeper, feel free to message me. Um, My Instagram was disabled in the last week. Um, so I am at Blueberries, which was my, my old name before I started my business. So that's B-L-I-U and then Berries. Um, free t- feel free to message me there or on LinkedIn or um, any other channels that you might have me on. So getting into um, money, budgeting is my topic number one. Um, budgeting is something that I've always really loved um, since I was a kid and I know that's like such a rare thing to hear Um, it kind of just came up I really like to write down you know what I spent money on Um, ever since I was maybe 12 I I would get you know like 50 cents allowance from my parents and I would write it down and I would save up to go get yogurt frogs from the canteen or something Um, throw back to you one or two. <laughs> Anyways, so um, saving and learning how to save was always a big focus. Um, I didn't come from a too well-off family or anything, and we were definitely uh, moving around a lot when I was younger, um, lots of apartments and um, just that immigrant lifestyle. So um, these days, my family's doing pretty well for themselves, but um, just in general, I didn't grow up in wealth at all. Um, So budgeting was something that I learned from my parents and I could just tell, you know, from comparison shopping and um, knowing what the best deals were. Like, I'm I'm really glad that I was able to pick up those um, those habits from my my parents. So uh, actually, my parents have like quite a different outlook to money, which is really interesting. My mom would probably be be more on the budgeting side and my dad's very much, um, uh, you've got to enjoy life and it's okay if you've got to spend a lot of money on um, fancy things because they'll last longer type of vibe. Um, but budgeting, I never really had like a full budget. Obviously, I'm quite young, so I haven't really dealt with rent and bills um, for the longest time, maybe only the last three years or so. Um, so my budgets, my budgeting, um, in quotation marks, is more was more about um, writing down what I spent and just having Excel spreadsheets for, I think I have Excel spreadsheets for, for about the last five years on everything I've spent, saved, um, income from different sources, um, big expenses, travel, 
uh, spreadsheets as well, things like that. Number two, we have high interest savings accounts. So when I was younger, um, I actually wrote about this in, if you go on my website, there's a page called blog and you can sign up to get, um, I think it's like a thousand words or something, but it goes through 10 easy ways I made money online. And that's just something I've always done anyway, um, on top of the jobs I've had and industry and um, retail hospitality admins type of work. But one of the things I mentioned was about um, referral codes and like bank bonuses, I'm pretty sure. So um, one of the things I was always on top of was high interest savings accounts. So um, I'm just going to speak to the like, you know, lowest knowledge level in case. But basically, um, inflation is growing at about one to two percent. So if your money is just in cash or your money is sitting in a really bad account with no interest, then you're basically losing money. So I was always just on top of it. At the time when I was doing like my main research, it was probably about 2.53. Nowadays, it's a lot less because um, the RBA had some rate cuts this year, I think a total of four. So that was really good for mortgage repayments, but not so great for interest rates. So these days, I think, um, yeah, I just got a new bank account actually, which is 3%, which is not bad. But generally right now, they're about one one to like 1.8% for most uh, bank cards at the moment and this is um, end of 2020 so for future people um, number three is credit cards so when I first got my um, you know first corporate job um, two months in which is how many pay slips you need to get your credit card that's um, what I got straight away I had looked into it and because I worked with Amex in Canada, I knew a lot more about credit cards, whereas um, Australia credit cards aren't really like educated on that much and it's not as big a deal. Like there isn't a, there, there are obviously like followings in certain areas, but it's not as big as, you know, in, the, in America, in the States or Canada. So um, yeah, that was really cool that I learned a lot from working with Amex and um, I knew what card I was going to get. It was a $0 annual fee card and it had a lot of perks to it, including like free travel insurance and things like that. So nowadays I have a travel card, which does points and all that. But um, at the time, the $0 annual fee was a really good card to start off on. Number four, we have stocks and investing. So stocks and investing, um, it's not really personally my favorite you know, style, um, but I do have stocks here and there with personal stock picking as well as ETFs and index funds and also um, some kind of offshore money as well. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind of like I just do it to have a more diversified portfolio, but it's not really um, something that I want to be looking at all day, every day. And number five, my favorite, which is property mortgages, um, just like investment properties and all of that fun stuff. I could literally talk about property for days. Um, I really enjoy property. Um, this is 100% my biggest investment strategy and what I do with my money um, to get passive income. I think it's amazing. I really, really enjoy it. Um, I probably did about a year and a half of research before buying my first property at 21 and then my second at 22. So, um, and the plan is to have 10 properties by 30. That's like the goal. But anyways, um, yeah, I just, I really enjoy it. Um, all my properties right now are, uh, positively geared. So, which basically means that the rental income covers the mortgage repayment costs. I'm just looking into things like vacancy rate, um, growth and return, um, just like what establishments were opening up in the areas. And yeah, it was just a lot of fun. Um, and I really, really enjoyed that. And my bonus kind of key topics are superannuation. So because I was very young when I started working, I didn't know what super was. Um, I think at about 16, 17, 
maybe just before 18, yeah, I checked that, I checked my superannuations and I had like eight accounts and it was just horrible because I had, I had so many jobs and I wasn't giving people the super form because I didn't even know what super was at the time. Um, for, for international listeners, superannuations, kind of like a 401k or a Roth IRA, that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, it's like your retirement fund. And I consolidated my super and I um, saved heaps of money on fees and stuff. So if you do, if you haven't looked at your super, um, make sure that, you know, you're investing in what you want to invest in. And, um, you know, you're choosing your strategy as well of like how, how aggressive you want to be in your investing for your superannuation and also um, contributing to super in Australia, you have a government co-contribution. So that's each year. Um, it, I think it's up to $500. It used to be up to a thousand, but I think it's just up to 500 now. And my last um, topic is debts. So uh, make sure you just pay off your debts. That's really, really important. Um, I recently, you might've seen if you follow me on LinkedIn, I recently paid off my hex debt, which is about 50 grand. And, um, yeah, I mean, like I didn't need to necessarily, but, um, you know, it just feels good. And if, and it also increases my buying power for property in the next year or two. So that is great. Um, I don't have any car debts or any other debts except my mortgage and property stuff. So yeah, um, clear your debt, your highest interest rate debt first, and then, um, you know, figure out like where your financial standing is. Cool. Awesome. So just under 10 minutes. Yay. I feel good about that. <laughs> All right. So in terms of money mindset, this is like super freaking important. Um, it's really just like interesting to me that a lot of people do tend to see money as like a notion of success or like how much money they have or how much, um, you know, that, that business is worth or the valuation or um, what the users are worth or or stuff like that. And I think it's obviously, you know, there is merit behind it. That's why it's so well spoken to and why so many people care about it. But at the same time, you know, money is energy, right? Um, if, If you listen to my spirituality episode, I believe money is energy as well. And Um, you know, money is just something, it's a tool, it's a resource for you to do what you want in your life. And I think money can give you freedom, but if you let it, money can also be like very detrimental to you and, um, basically ruin your life if you, if you're constantly going after it and you kind of forget why you wanted money in the first place. I think money can buy you things, um, and those things can be concepts like freedom, like, um, you know, time, but you need to be aware of what you actually want from money and what your relationship with money actually is. So a few things here, um, a frequently asked question I have is kind of how do I charge what I do? So if you don't know how much I charge, um, I actually charge 5k for six weeks, um, for coaching now. And obviously that's a really big amount, but at the same time, um, you know, my, my coaching, I really believe in the value of it. And I see massive, beautiful, just amazing, magnificent transformations through my coaching. So, and, and I also work with clients, um, where that is a very balanced kind of energetic exchange. So they have the money to pay for it. And they're also, um, you know, getting the value that they wanted from it. So, um, I have a very Robin Hood style with my business, with my life, I guess. So I work, um, you know, a certain number of hours with people who can 
completely afford it. And then I do a lot of pro bono consulting, a lot of not-for-profit work, a lot of social enterprise ventures and um, things in my own time, which hopefully give back. That's including this podcast as well. Um, I want to give as much kind of free content as I can because, um, you know, I just feel very happy, I guess, every day. And I think this should be something that everyone feels all the time for the whole world. I believe in abundance um, and that's the same with money. I believe in flow. So um, I'm just very, I'm just very confident that no matter what, I, I will be able to make money. So um, kind of going into, going into like what money means and how, you know, how to charge what you're comfortable with. I think this is a really important aspect. It's never this idea of, oh, what should I charge? Just tell me the number. It's really about, it's really about, you know, what do you feel comfortable charging and how you want to grow your business, right? Like in my business episode, I've talked about all of, you know, all of that in terms of building a business that feels right for you. Um, recently, I, you know, launched a group coaching program called Flourish and Thrive, and that's starting in 2021. And um, that's a really beautiful, beautiful product for me because it's all about, you know, making my coaching more accessible, um, being able to facilitate spaces for people who are just starting out. They need a bit of that guidance, but they're not sure how to get there. And obviously, like, if you're just starting out, um, you probably can't pay for my full coaching. So I really want wanted um, Flourish and Thrive to be all about, you know, those newbies starting out and um, that feel kind of alone, just like I did, um, to be able to have a space where they feel safe to talk about everything and anything that's going on within their business or even their life as well. So um, doing what feels right for your business is just so important. So, so, so important, right? You need to really think about how do you view money? How, you know, how aware of you are your triggers with money? Um, really like sit down and journal about this, write a letter to money. Um, that's something that Yulia, um, taught me. And yeah, I think it's really, really useful as well. Think about what rewards or punishments you have with your money, what your relationship with money, how it changes, what your tendencies are when you're sad or happy or angry. Um, you know, do you tend to spend more or less? I think it's really all about being aware of that relationship that you have so that you can make changes if you'd like to or stay the same if you'd like to as well. It's um, more about, you know, where you feel you are and where you'd like to be versus having really strict and fast rules about, you know, you have to, you have to like spend no money at all for a whole month or you have to, um, you know, just have a good balance. And I think this idea of uh, masculine and feminine energy and like a balance of that is really important here too. So I, um, I'm typically quite a person with quite masculine energy. I'm very logical. I tend to look at numbers. I feel very comfortable with statistics and data. And, um, I was doing some work with um, a coach this year and I had to kind of be more in flow with my feminine and a part of it, my homework, surprisingly enough, was actually to um, to spend money on myself because that's something that um, kind of comes a bit more difficult for me because I'm always thinking about the future and just being safe. But um, I, have, I have come to realize that being, you know, being sure and aware of who I am and what makes me happy and like knowing that these investments in myself are going to give back to me tenfold um those are the really important important investments to make is is investing in yourself so I think um a big part of like my journey as well has been giving 
Um, and this concept of giving kind of comes from a question asked by my business coach, Ruby. She said to me, she, she, she asked in, I think it was a live call. She said, out of the people in your life that you look up to, maybe they're really successful or maybe, um, you know, they have a lot of money um, or like they have this lifestyle that you want. What is it about them? If you take away all the material things, what is it about them that you appreciate, that you value, that you desire, that you adore, that you admire? And for me, um, it was actually Ruby, and I love that Ruby gives so much. She does so much um, free content for everyone. She also um, gives a lot to her clients and gifts and presents, and that's something that I really wanted in my life. And what I realized from that question and that answer to that question was I can give now. And if you're not doing something now, why do you feel like when you're rich and famous and successful that you're going to be any different? And I think that's um, a really interesting topic that might be kind of going into other aspects of the podcast, but it's about living in integrity with yourself. And at the end of the day, you know, no matter how much money you have, that's a lot of the clients I work with as well is they have all these successful businesses and they're really well off, but they're so unhappy. And it's just like finding yourself again and being truly aligned with who you are is going to be the answer that you need and knowing that you have the answer within you already and within you yourself. You just need to kind of bring that up. Um, anyways, so that, those are my thoughts and ideas on money. Um, if you have any questions, please feel free to message me or, um, the holler. Um, otherwise, yeah, I think at the end of the day, my attitude towards money is really, is really if you have all the self-love, self-acceptance and just self-worth you need, you don't necessarily need money to, like to wave it around and say that you're the best um, because of it. You know, money is a tool to provide you the things that you want in your life, but there is a good and a bad way to do it that feels right to you. So um, definitely go off and um, figure out what those things are to yourself. Everyone's going to have a different threshold and a different lifestyle that they want to live with the money that they create. And everyone's different. So really just embrace your uniqueness and Again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. But otherwise, um, next episode will actually be guest speakers, which is really exciting. Um, It will be me and Ruby actually on business. Um, So please look forward to that. And um, it's been so lovely speaking with you all. And I will see you in the next one.